Hey, this is Wilson. No Jason this week as always. What's up, Galvis? What's up? Wilson was popping this Friday. You know, payday. You got any plans for this weekend? Um, no, you know, uh yesterday the uh the the the, the new Academy Awards uh museum opened. Uh I, th- I think it's officially it's the address is actually in in Beverly Hills, um, but I, I think it's the same one I saw that was uh, that was down the street from the Grove. But I'm not really sure. It might be another one. But anyway, is that you open? Want go, you want to go to that? I was thinking about uh, going, um, but I uh, I don't know. I might, I might make it over there at uh, at some point. Um, you know, the Sopranos movie came out last night. Uh, I watched that. Uh, How I don't know. Was it? I mean, I had some issues with it. You know, I mean, of course, it's you know, it had not the same, huh? No, I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't meant to be the same. It was. It was a prequel, uh, and none of the original actors were in it because you know, I mean, it was based you know thirty years prior to the uh, to when the show took place or when the show started, and you know, but it did show some of the backstory and like Tony's. Um, origins but there were a few things i had an issue with like so, you know i mean they're going to be some spoiler alerts here maybe uh silvio in the movie is older than tony like silvio's like a grown man when tony's like 11 so you know it's like a you know a 10 to 15 year age difference between them you know so when so when tony is a teenager when he's being played by his son silvio's already like a you know He's not old, but he's like, you know, like a 30 year old, you know, uh, gangster or something like that. He's already a grown ass man. Right. When in the show, him and Tony were, were peers. They were contemporaries. You know, they, they, they grew up together. Uh, so that bothered me. Um, it bothered, it just didn't make sense to me that they, because the Leslie Odom character with the, you know, the black, uh, gangsters, I don't understand why they were, they made it seem like they could have really gone to war with, you know, these Italian mobsters and, in New Jersey, because that would have never happened in uh, in real life. They would have just been wiped out by the black guys. Um, and then, and then the last thing that bothered me, and this is the real spoiler alert, was uh, um, that the the you know in the, in the movie the Dicky uh, Montesalti character, the Christopher, who was Christopher's father, who was only talked about in the show. Um, it, it, just the way, just the way that they wrapped it up was uh it just seemed like lazy writing so i won't exactly i won't give away that that part of it um but okay yeah so yeah we go but you know we're going to talk about uh this is a lakers podcast (laughs) so we're going to get into um lebron giving him and ad and westbrook the nickname uh 360 degrees uh and we're going to talk about more importantly russell uh, russell westbrook saying that it's his job to push anthony davis every day which i thought was interesting because the way people are talking about anthony davis after that after the season he had last year where he was hurt and he didn't really you know he didn't play up to his, his usual level of play i mean put some respect on this guy's name you know i mean not just the year that we, that we won the title but when he was in new orleans this guy was a dominant 28 and 12 player every single year so that's something that uh I don't know what's wrong with people. People have that major or what's going on. Well, remember in New Orleans, everybody said that just talent wise, we're not talking about championship caliber, whatever, just talent wise. 
he was going to take the torch from LeBron. All right. You know, back really right before Giannis really blew up, like in 2016, 2017, um, the year he had DeMarcus and they were really good. Um, mm-hmm. Everybody was talking about he was the, the guy that was going to carry the torch, not Giannis because he wasn't there yet, or KD. It was mm-hmm. Anthony Davis, and a lot of people were saying, at worst, he was a top three player. Mm-hmm. Now he's barely in the top ten. Yeah, and it's like you know Westbrook saying that he uh, that he that he has his it's it's his job to push AD. Like, come on, bro, AD, <laughs> this guy has been a an elite performer. Anybody who can go out and base and and you know, number one, he has the the third highest PR in the history of the league. Wait, uh, but was that? Do you take that as a jab to uh, a shot at Anthony Davis? I don't think I don't think he meant it as a shot to AD, but I just think it's disrespectful disrespectful uh, to what AD has done in the league. You know, AD hasn't been a slacker. Doesn't that, but doesn't that make it a jab? I don't think he meant it like that. But he said it though, and you know how the media, you know how we are, you know how we interpret things. Yeah, I don't think he meant it like that. I just think that people have gotten, people have kind of lost their minds with the way that they're the way they've been talking about Anthony Davis. I mean, if you're putting up twenty eight and twelve every year after year after year, uh, does he get hurt every year and miss you know ten to fifteen games just from being banged up? Uh, you know, yeah, he does. Hey, but when he, I put up, he, I put up thirty two, fifteen, and twelve on my two K. Game. Does that make me dominant? <laughs> was that was that supposed to be funny? <laughs> oh, but 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 I'm saying if he averages, but if you're getting 28 and and 12 every year, you're not somebody who needs somebody to motivate you. You know, you're producing at the highest level. Um, so you know, really, last year he averaged like 22 and eight. He only played 36 games, so he missed half the season. And we know for a player like Anthony Davis, twenty-two and eight, that's beneath his, you know, his level. Which is still of, really uh, good. That's just uh, gives you an idea of how good he is. That twenty-two and eight is bad for him. Yeah, because we're used to seeing him average. Even when he uh, we won the title, he averaged twenty-six and nine. You know, playing with playing with LeBron. So and and you know, where he had to, you know, playing with LeBron, he has he's not around the basket as much. You know, so that's why his rebounds dropped because he's, he's spending more time on the uh, on the perimeter. Um, but yeah, but no. now I feel like we're in a what have you done for me lately world. Mm-hmm. Even when it comes to women, right? What have you done for me lately? And he wasn't healthy last year, and he hasn't been healthy throughout his career. Um. He even brought it up with, with the contract extension. He goes, due to my health history, I had to take this. He's bringing negative publicity to his name, right? He, I don't think he should have said that. But, you know, um, hopefully he can bounce back. It's just that, I, I mean, I've said this before. Every time Anthony Davis falls to the ground, I hold my breath. Because the way he falls, he's just so awkward. He's so tall and and and... and lanky and um 
you know, that was the biggest knock on Anthony Davis. So I can see why people put him at um, ninth on the top 10. Like, when fully healthy, is he better than LeBron at this stage of his career, talent-wise? I, I think he's better than LeBron at this point in his career, yes. So, pound for pound, the most talented players in the NBA, who's above him? KD? Yeah. Curry? Yeah. Who else? Talent-wise, I don't think there's anybody else who... I mean, talent-wise, you could argue that he's as good as anybody. You yeah. know? He's 16. He, he, no, he has no weaknesses. He can defend everybody from Jimmy Butler to, you know, to, 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 to Bill. Joel yeah, he... I mean, we can't really defend centers, but, you know, he, he can guard one through four. You know, um, he shoots the three. Uh, you know, he, I mean, really, like you said, he has, he has no weaknesses. You know, yeah. uh, I think he's the best defensive player in the league. You know, I'd rather uh, have I'd rather have a healthy AD over Giannis any day. No, I don't know about all that. Giannis can carry a team, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, just as far as I mean, his his impact on on this can he really carry a team? Come yeah. on, Wilson. Wilson. He took a Brooklyn team that basically Kyrie didn't play. Harden was on one leg, and they and they and KD still took him to seven games. Yeah, you know that if Kyrie or James Harden are fully healthy, they don't either of them. I'm not even talking about both. I'm talking about either of them. If they're fully healthy, Milwaukee doesn't win that series. And Giannis doesn't have a ring. But, but, um, he, but, uh, but I just think that the fact, like, they were the number one seed in the East. Yeah, but Giannis, but Giannis has flamed out in the playoffs prior. He lost to Toronto, he lost to Miami. And this year was going to be no different had Kyrie or, James Harden been healthy. So that's a that's like saying, Yeah, I beat the Bucks in the Super Bowl, but uh Tom Brady didn't play. Or no, no, because KD's Tom Brady, right? Um or your second best player doesn't play. Does that really count? I don't. Well, I, I just think that um the fact alone that he's good enough to have a you know team you know, uh, there are times when the Bucks, I remember the Bucks, you know, at certain points, like a couple of years ago, where the Bucks were, you know, 50 and 10 at certain points. You know, the fact that he's led 60 win teams, I don't know if Anthony Davis could ever lead a 60 win team, even in the East, you know, but. Um, fully healthy for the whole season, AD? Galvis, he's been, pre- he was fully healthy sometimes in, uh, in New Orleans. But in the and- West. Yeah, even in the even in the East, no, I don't think so. He's not that type of. I mean, he he's not he's not the same type of full court like you know like Giannis is really a guard. I mean, well, I mean, I, I really it's, I wouldn't say he's a guard, but he's a his passing ability uh, at that size 
being a playmaker. That's one thing Anthony Davis is not as a playmaker, you know. So the big men in today's game that can lead teams are, you know, Giannis, you know, Jokic, who are, you know, great passing uh, big men, you know. Uh, that is one thing that Anthony Davis doesn't do is really make his teammates better as far as passing the ball, you know. Uh, he's not a really great passer on a double team. He's not somebody who's looking for his teammates or anything like that. He's an unselfish player, but he's not. That is one thing that he's that he's missing. But it's not. It's not most. You know. I mean. Have, yeah. I mean, that's why big, pa- good passing big men are so celebrated when they exist. You know, from Vladi and Weber, uh, Brad Miller, Sabonis, because they are a rarity. You know. Um, but in today's game, you know. Uh, I think you need that in order to be able to really like carry a team. Um, another thing with him is that the AD is not really a back. Even in in New Orleans, and I've said this many times, they didn't really run their offense through Anthony Davis. You know, he's more like, uh, you know, uh, he 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 does everything well. You know, he 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 can shoot the outside shot. He can shoot the mid range. He'll catch some lobs. He'll get some putbacks. And by the end of the game, he's got 28 points. But he's not really somebody that you just throw the ball to and go, okay, get me 30. You know, that's not really his, his style of play. If I don't uh, stop you, you would, you're you just going to keep talking. Look, the Kyrie situation in Brooklyn. I know it's a Lakers podcast, but, you know, Lakers fall in the NBA. We want to talk about the juicier stuff. Everybody's calling for Ky- for the Nets to be done with Kyrie. What? If you are the general manager of the Nets, what do you do with Kyrie? I'm sorry well, to no, change the subject, but you know, I well, you know from his misery. Uh, you know, I, I just think that you know, uh, to me, whether it's Kyrie or Wiggins, the first thing is number one, they don't care about their teammates. You know. Um, I haven't been vaccinated because I, um, I'm afraid I have like what I feel like are some health issues. I can't pinpoint them. I haven't been to the doctor. It's just how I feel. And I feel like, um, uh, you know, like the vaccine, I'm afraid that it would mess me up even more than I already am. Right. But, you know, if, if, if that weren't my reason and I were like, you know, an NBA player who really mattered to my, to my team especially in a championship sense, like, you know, Golden State is trying to get back to the finals this year and win another championship. Uh, Brooklyn, of course, is, you know... Oh, by the way, Wilson, again, what do you do if you're the Nets? By the way, you just gave him a $200 million deal. You saw what a fucking headache he was last year. The biggest diva, and he's just... He, he's he's one of these fake. Wilson knows who I'm talking about. We know somebody. I'm not gonna mention his name. You know, these fake woke people, right? <laughs> Shut up. These fake woke people that they want to just feel like they're so smart and they're so they know what's going on, dude. You get paid hundreds of millions of dollars to play a fucking game. What like okay? So what would you do if you're the the general manager? Well, I would I would just keep hoping that he was going to get it, and if but but who but you would have to trade him to a team that that where well, he, he where the yeah. mandate was different and he would still 
you know, he'd be able to play without having the vaccine when he played home games. Um, but, you know, it just, like I said, that they're selfish because if it's not a health reason, you know, if it like, 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 uh, uh, what's his name? Um, I forget the guy's name, Howard Bryant. Uh, he said that an NBA insider told him that he could call, call Kyrie a contrarian without a cause, you know, meaning he's just being, he just likes to be different just for the sake of being different. It's really not even a point to it, a fake, you know, a fake woke person. Yeah. You know, and it's like, so like for me, I don't, I just, I don't understand people who, I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I do understand people who just go, well, you can't tell me what to do. You know, I've been yeah. that guy before. You know, if, but with the back vaccine, I, to me, I don't know. It's just a strange hill to die on. I know people like people take it, you know, personally. You know, with like, you know, like, no, I don't have to do it. You know, um, it's just a strange thing for me to to do that uh, about because it's just a vaccine. You know, um, and the thing Chad, is also like, like I said, more importantly, they signed Kyrie. Or they traded for Kyrie because they wanted to get Kevin Durant, right? Mm-hmm. And they can't trade him because they'll obviously piss off Kevin Durant. Now, what the Nets have to do is they have to go ask Kevin Durant, be like, "Look, man, we can't we can't deal with this guy anymore. I know he's your boy, but if you want to play for a championship team, we're gonna have to let this guy go." Um. Wiggins, I don't think he holds as much weight because he's their fifth best player on the team, fourth best player on the team. Kyrie, maybe, well, he's the third. You know, he's obviously behind Harden and Durant. But it's not worth it because even last year and the year before that with the Celtics, how is it that he's always injured for the playoffs? <laughs> right? He really got who, who, like, who. Misses a lot of games. Well, he misses more games than Anthony Davis does. Shoulder injury, or it's a knee injury, and mm. it's like, um, you know, the problem is, is that the league gave these players too much power, and when they want to change rules or they want to make rules, they get this resistance. You think this year will fly with Roger Goodell in the NFL? No, right? And um, there's a problem when. The NFL, I mean, the NBA gives the players too much, too much uh, power. Well, then when they want to change rules, make rules, they get this big resistance. It wouldn't fly into the NFL. The Nets or the NBA just needs to say this. Hey, if you don't get vaccinated, can't play, don't play, then you don't get paid. Simple as that. They, they got to understand, like, dude, the NBA is a private organization. I don't know why the NBA players think that they can run the league. Right? Now, LeBron, like, if you get LeBron, right? Yes, the NBA players, they, they generate the league, right? As a whole. But if an individual player wants to take a stance, the NBA is going to go on without him. And that's why... They need to come down hard on Kyrie Irving right now that everybody's shitting on Kyrie. Take advantage that nobody's defending Kyrie. And just come out and say he ain't going to play. He ain't going to get paid. Simple as that. Same with Ben Simmons. 
Same with Ben Simmons. The Sixers just need to come out and say, look, we have Ben Simmons under contract for four, three more years. We want him to be a part of this franchise. If he does it, nobody wants his ass. Like, just say it straight up. Hey, nobody yeah. wants him. He, uh, they, I just was looking at ESPN, and they said the, the Sixers um, the, the Sixers will not be paying him $8.25. Yeah. So I guess he was due at like $8.25 million today as, as part of his contract somehow. And they're just not going to pay him. And of course they can't. They shouldn't. I mean, he's not there. Exactly. You know, exactly. so. Um, exactly. So I think um, they, the NBA just needs to take a harder stand on these players. Um, it's a private company, right? You remember when um, the NBA changed the rule that they had to go back to college for one year? They couldn't come straight out of high school. Mm-hmm. The NBA made that rule. And everybody was up in arms. So you mean to tell me? You can go to the Marines and fight in the war at 18, but you can't go to that. Bro, the NBA is a private organization. They can say you have to be 21. They can do whatever they want. They can make whatever rules they want, right? Mm-hmm. It's a private co- It's no different than if you went to work for Apple and they require you to be at least 21 years old with a three-year degree in something. What are you going to tell them? Oh, why I gotta be twenty one? Why, bro? It's their rules. The NBA mm-hmm. has their rules. Um, but uh, I kind of blame LeBron for this because this was like his whole mo since he went to the Heat. He wanted players to have all the control, and now look what happens. You know? Yeah. Um. Uh, I saw somebody say that that David Stern would have had Kyrie playing for the five percenters. <laughs> and then Carmelo was saying that when he got drafted or whatever, I don't know if his name was he got drafted. Oh, I saw he, that yeah, he was talking about David Stern was telling him, Hey, I know everything about you. I know who you're with. You know, whatever these guys are doing, you need to tell them to stop or you need to cut them loose. You know, David Stern was a uh, was a gangster. Well, not only that, but um what's this new guy's name? Adam Silver. Adam Silver, you can tell he just gives in to the players. He has no control. The players walk all over him. He he's like the he's like uh, the parent that doesn't discipline his kids, and they just get away with whatever they want, right? He gives into the corporate um, uh, pressure, you know, that if since his league is ninety percent black, if he doesn't do anything. BLM related or whatever, then he's going to feel the pressure from the league. Um, and the, you're right. David Stern said, hey, Carmelo, you're, 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 uh, you're corporate now. That thug image, you better let it go or else you ain't going to be playing here for that long. I mean, that's just like a, it's not a direct quote, but that's basically what he insinuated, right? Remember when the NBA changed their dress policy? Mm-hmm. What's, what's any different, you know? The NBA is private. They have their own rules. Well, they can do I, think, I, think, I think there's really like a happy, a happy medium that can be reached. Like Stern was really too much of a dictator, and then Silver is too much of a I – mean, he's too player-friendly. You know, he does – he just lets the players dictate basically everything almost, you know. So I think it just has to be somewhere in the middle where the players, you know, they – they have some, I mean, you don't have to tell them, okay, you ha- how to dress, 
you know, it, you know that that was always ridiculous. But they can't just do whatever they want to do at the same time. You know, yeah, like so, these, these guys were literally coming in like they came straight from the projects, bro. And you gotta understand, NBA is super corporate, bro. They got corporate sponsors. I don't know. They want to associate themselves with, um, you know, with that. They did it for a reason. But, um, you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, but I just, like I was saying, I just think it's amazing to me how selfish those, those two are because those, their teams really need them. You know, when I was coming up, you know, you felt a duty to your, your brothers. It's like you're getting paid millions of dollars to play a child's game, you know, and you can't just take a vaccine just so you can get, make Wiggins is making thirty one million dollars and he's not even a top thirty one yeah. player. You know? Kyrie's making forty million dollars a year. You know? <laughs> so come but, on guys, you know. Yeah, but you know, um I know I know Andrew Wiggins said it was a religious thing. What's Kyrie's reason? That he just doesn't want to do it? Yeah, I don't think he has a reason. <laughs> like, imagine, imagine you're Steve Kerr. Uh, I mean, sorry, Steve Nash, and you're busting these guys in film room because they're not hustling or they're not playing hard or they're 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 lacking focus and this and that. And then you got Kyrie, who just basically, I don't, I can't play because I don't want to get the vaccine. Wouldn't he lose the locker room? Yeah. Um. And Wiggins, what is it? What what could what could be the what Wiggins is like religious even, meaning? I don't even think he's Muslim, or else his name wouldn't even be Andrew Wiggins. But Wiggins, like, what what could be like? I guess there are some religious people who like they won't take medicine because they feel like it's like uh, I don't know unholy or something, and they only believe in natural. Yeah. You know, that that sounds like more of a uh, of an excuse, you know, than uh. Yeah. Like he's just trying to think of a reason why he doesn't have to take it because he really just—it's really just like a—it became a point of pride, you know. Uh, <laughs> and so he's—he's he's, you know—he's trying to uh, hold on to that. Um, so they asked him what his beliefs are and what is the what why is his religious beliefs denying him from taking the vaccine? He said. It's none of your business. That's what it comes down to. Now, yeah. now, his salary is three hundred and fifty thousand per game. So obviously, if he doesn't play any home games, he'll lose half of that. He won't even be able to play in Brooklyn or the Knicks. So that's an extra two games that he's going to miss out. So, I would tell Andrew Wiggins, if I was a, if I were the Warriors, I'd tell Andrew Wiggins. If you can't play on the road, then you can't play at home either. We just don't even. We're not gonna. We, and you know what? That's right. And we ain't gonna pay you. Yeah. See, I don't care what fucking religion you are, <laughs> what God you believe in. If they don't pay you, you'll be like, ah, uh, you know what? All right, let me take this vaccine right quick. <laughs> yeah. Girl, yeah. It's like you're go in the see, NBA making thirty yeah. million dollars a year. Go, bro. Go, go, see, go, see if, go see if God is gonna give you thirty-one million dollars. Yeah. You know, um, but 
you know, we'll see. We'll see what uh, what happens with that. Um, I I don't know. It just and these are the things that turn me off about the NBA, man. It's just like they're acting like bitches, bro. Like straight up, you're getting paid millions of dollars, and over a vaccine. Take the fucking vaccine. Yeah. Um, um, Galvis, how do you feel about this uh, this nickname, 360 Degrees? Because I think it's it, very cheesy. It's what? Cheesy. Yeah. It's because um, LeBron, AD wears three, LeBron wears six, and Westbrook wears zero. So LeBron came up with the name 360 Degrees. Yeah, I think it's pretty cheesy. Um, and not that I don't like it. I just think it's weird that a 36-year-old guy that's been to the league for 19 years, you know, I, I don't know. I guess it's because, like, I couldn't picture Kobe or Jordan coming up with nicknames like that. Oh, yeah. But, Kobe would never get a, a, a nickname. <laughs> yeah. No way. <laughs> I mean, if you want to call yourself that, then that's different because, you know, he called himself the Black Mamba. But um, I don't think he would have ever given himself a nickname with other teammates. No. Especially Kobe would have never even been a part of a big three like that. You know, he played with Shaq and he couldn't wait to stop playing with Shaq so he could have his own team. And then when they brought in, you know, Dwight. I I really think I really think if Andrew Bynum would have stayed healthy, that would have been a big three. Yeah, but still, it wouldn't have been, you know, quite like, you know, with, like, you know, LeBron, Westbrook, and AD, or Kyrie, you know, KD, and Harden. Well, at the time, yes, because it was still, the bigs were still running the the league, kind Mm -hmm. of, you know? Right now, no, but, you know, um, no, they wouldn't, no. But that's one of the players that I really like, dude. In 2009, 2008, he got hurt. Like, he was going to be the one, man. He always liked the way he played, man. They, they kind of haven't been a big man since him. You know, and Bede has a low post package that's terrific. But Biden is like the last big man who had a package like that. Yeah. He started, remember he started shooting he shot a couple of things under Mike Brown. Mike yeah. Brown and he still did it. So he yeah. was like that. Yeah. But but he um you know, he was mainly a post, you know, post player drop step, drop hooks, jump hooks, you know, which was you he know had a, he had a bag. Yeah. You know, but see <laughs> but see that's say what you will about Bynum after he got injured. But you can't tell me that he didn't put in the work when he oh, came. He worked on his first, game, yeah. and he was super raw. And he mm-hmm. had that one little spin move on Shaq. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then um, by 2008, he was already a freaking fully developed post game in two years. So that's why I always said, like, it just sucks that he got hurt. But those are the players you really want to keep—the guys that are putting in work. 
There's no excuse why Ben Simmons cannot shoot a jumper six years into the league. There's no reason why Gian. I know Giannis is working on it and he's trying. Still got to work on that jump shot. Um, you know, it took Blake Griffin a lot of years to finally develop some sort of a, a, a all-around game. You know, Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard still doesn't have a, a bag of moves. He just has one drop step hook shot that barely works. You know. If there's no, if there's one thing Galvez hates, it's guys who just rely on their athleticism to play basketball. It's not that I hate them. It's just that it's good for now. But if you're a fan of the team, you don't want to see that. If if he's relying on his athleticism for the first few years of his of, of the game of his career, that's fine. But by the time he's 25 and 26 and all he relies on is athleticism, then you know you're going to be in trouble when that player hits 31, 32, and he no longer has that speed. Like Russell Westbrook, right? He doesn't only rely on his athleticism. Yeah, he's a, he's a volume shooter, but he doesn't only rely on athleticism. You know? Um, and uh, that's what happened to Blake Griffin. You know? Vince Carter was able to play for, what, 20-some 20, 20 years? Because, you know, he, he didn't just rely only on dunking. He was he became yeah, a but, you know, shooter. Last five years, he could have retired any time after year 15. Yeah, that is true. He, just, he was uh, like a, 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 a skeleton out there. Like a... <laughs> but. Like a mummy. Um, real quick. Are these players... Vaccinated by the time the regular season starts? I wouldn't say preseason. Well, they'd start getting fined for preseason games, right? I, I don't know. I, I think that I think that Wiggins I think Wiggins will be. Just because I think Wiggins is still more of a just reasonable person, I think. This is the first time Wiggins has kind of acted like this. But Kyrie defined. always acts like yeah. Kyrie always acts like this. Yeah. But I have a feeling Kyrie will take this <laughs> as far as he as he can take it, man. Is this, is this is this fair to say Kyrie is a Kanye of basketball? Yeah, I would say so. Right? But even Kanye is more reasonable than Kyrie than Kyrie is. I mean, like Kanye said once, you know, and he said every time I get in trouble, what you know, the, um you know, he said they want you to think that I'm a, a knucklehead, but what do I get in trouble for? Telling the truth. And it's true that it'll be five years after everybody acted like Kanye was so crazy for whatever he was saying, it'll turn out he was right, you know? Yeah. So, but Kyrie is just, you know, he's just, for no reason, just a, a fool, basically. He just, yeah, he just wants to be that guy. I think he loves the attention. Um, he loves being that quote-unquote weirdo. He loves being that, that he loves being that guy. Mm -hmm. The problem is, is that that guy is can cost you a championship, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and um, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I think a lot of it's going to have to do with how, how Harden and Durant see this. If they get fit up with it. Yeah. If they, go, if they get fit up when they say, look, man, we can't, we, we're here to win a championship. We can't be dealing with all this bitch shit. So, if you guys need to get rid of him or tell him you're going to find him if he can't play, do what you got to do. But, you know, we, I, we can't do this. Then I think you'll really see the Nets, um, you know, 
make a move. Yeah. And but but then again, what team is really gonna see talent wise? I'd be willing to give up a lot for Kyrie. I'd be willing to give up for more for Kyrie than Ben Simmons. But who? But who's gonna want that headache? And and it's not even about the vaccine. It was about last year and two years ago. Last year, two weeks into the season, he needs personal time off. Come on, bro. It's not that nobody's worth the headache unless you're maybe a LeBron or a KD or or a Giannis. Yeah. Other than that, you ain't worth maybe Luca. Other than that, you are not worth it. I don't care how talented you are. You're not worth the headache. All right. So before we get out of here, just a reminder to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts. The show is also on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and every other major podcatcher. Make sure to follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at TC Pod Network and to like it on Facebook. Just search for the Complete Podcast Network. Send feedback and mailback questions to completelakerspodcast at gmail.com. We are out.